0: What do you want of me? Get off my world. Get off my world.
1: It belongs to me. If you can't handle rejection, then I think you... It belongs to me. Get off my world. It belongs to
0: me. I just do the best I can.
2: Hello, this is Get Off My World, a local podcast of people who love the classic Doctor Who series and do our best to love the new series as well. Does today's host sound a little different to you? A little more... Womanly, perhaps? No, it's not because your regular hosts have all regenerated into women, but it is to celebrate the first female incarnation of our beloved doctor. My name is Ariel Leaf, and I have been fortunate enough to be a repeated guest on this podcast over the past three years. To celebrate Jody Whitaker's arrival, Joshua, Kelvin, and Pat asked me to take over the airwaves and host an all female panel. With me are Allison Anderson, Zach Raconan, Gabriela Santiago, Melissa Kirscher. As usual, we will take you through five round rapids, giving each of our guests time to voice their thoughts. Today, we are starting with the old standby, Temporal Grace, which is one Doctor Who-related thing that each of us love. We find that this is a nice way to start off on a positive note, because depending on our topic, we might all have a lot of angst, so... I'll actually start this one because this is the freshest thing on my mind that I was thinking about, because uh, as I was going over a lot of other questions, this kind of kept popping up for me, which is that I've been really happy with the variation of female representation that I've seen, whether it's women of color, women with different mm-hmm. body shape, queer women, whatever it happens to be, that's something that has pleased me with the women throughout the episodes. I'm mm-hmm. sure I'm going to get plenty into what hasn't pleased me about the women throughout the episodes, <laughs> but that is something that has, has made me particularly happy.
3: Yeah. Awesome. I like the instant
2: connection of the fandom.
3: Um, I used to always have phone cases that were a TARDIS. And uh, this is the first time I actually got a phone as soon as it came out. So they didn't have a TARDIS phone case when I bought this phone. But, you know, you walk around and you have anything identifying you as a Whovian. And there's kind of an instant connection with other people in the fandom that I just have always really enjoyed. Oh, you, you know, it's like you share a secret. Which is, it seems silly now when there's so many Doctor Who fans, but there's still that... Feeling of sharing a secret because you're in on the same joke or something. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I love that. I love that about this particular fandom.
2: Which is so different from when I used to be the only, like, 13-year-old girl watching
4: Doctor <laughs> <can> Who. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I put in my bio that seven years old was an awkward time socially for little Allison. Sadly, yeah, that's not an exaggeration.
4: Yeah.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, I can totally empathize with that. I discovered Doctor Who when I was looking for Monty Python episodes oh. and... And uh, you, you
4: grew up in Minneapolis, did you? I now? grew up in Minneapolis. <laughs> okay, you yes. and me both, because <laughs> Doctor Who and, and Monty Python played back to back on Channel mm-hmm. Two. Yes, mm-hmm. yes, yes, we must exactly. Be pretty much the same age. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, yeah, I I fell in love with it, and I couldn't explain it or get any of my friends into it at the time. But yeah, mm-hmm. uh, one of the things I love the most about it is the great storytelling, you know, and there's episodes that are better than others. But I think uh, it's a mark that I loved it as a child, and I still love it as an adult. And I can even go back and watch the earlier episodes and just, you know, really appreciate the characters and the stories that they were telling. Mm -hmm. That's what I love about it.
1: Yeah, I didn't come to Doctor Who until it was a little bit more mainstream, but I can definitely empathize with that feeling, because I was a Trekkie in a Star Wars town. So like, <laughs> there were there were nerds, but none of them watched Star Trek, and I'm just like, no! <laughs> but I think the thing this week that's most making me joyful about Doctor Who, in addition to the episode, which I adored, um, is just... Uh, Katie Manning's Twitter feed. Uh I have a Twitter account, basically, because of classic Who actors, especially (laughs) Katie Manning. And this has just been a golden week for Katie Manning dressing up her granddaughter as Iris Wildtime, Katie Manning tweeting about how great Jodie Whittaker did, Katie Manning just telling everybody to save the environment in a very Joe Grant-esque way. So it's just been some quality (laughs) Katie Manning Tweety Peach tweeting. (laughs) Excellent.
4: I learned how to crochet about a week and a half ago, and so Ooh, so oh, now nice. I'm I'm going, okay, now I can make a Doctor Who scarf. Yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> mm, life I, uh, somebody realized. made me the Tom Baker scarf when I was a kid, supposedly, but none of the colors were right, so I refused oh. to wear oh. it. I wouldn't
1: <laughs> do it. I was like, this is all wrong. <laughs> you can get them on Think Geek now, and the Seventh Doctor sweater. Yeah, but there's something about the earning right. it through yeah. yes, that's yeah. fair. that's fair you know,
0: a great piece of trivia I read recently was that that was a complete accident oh I'm
1: yeah. they yeah. the colors to <laughs> they well, sent
3: her a whole bunch of colors and instead of picking she used them all
2: yeah exactly yeah. And, and
4: they didn't tell her how long to make it so she just kept knitting until they
2: came and picked it up <laughs> yeah. well it's really funny because I feel like with some exceptions since then the, the doctor's been more colorful I mean every once yeah. while he returns back to like the basic black suit well, Whitaker is colorful Again after yeah. after Capaldi's all black.
1: Although yeah. I would have been okay if she continued wearing that oversized men's vest. She was rocking yeah. oh, it, wasn't then she? she was
2: really really <laughs> okay with
3: that. <laughs>
2: round two is she's here and what did we like and not like about the first Jodi episode and you can either talk about them together or you could separate how did you feel about her versus how did you feel about the episode like either way is good to go or the clothing um, I, I feel much better about the clothing now when I first saw it I thought she looked like a child Yeah, and yeah. I was kind of not into that I, I really saw child. it as a <sighs> dork face I,
0: I saw it as a hearkening back to earlier incarnations of the doctor mm-hmm. I mean I really See some of Peter Davison in her mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. outfit. But you know, it's like mm-hmm. I was looking at him recently, and that stripe on his little cricket oh, uniform yeah. is like very much reminiscent of the stripe across her her shirt in her. Final outfit,
4: and and all I can see is uh, Robin Williams from Mork and Mindy. Yes, pretty much the same color too. (laughs) and the
3: suspenders, and And the suspenders.
4: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not a bad thing. No, No, it's not. But I thought Mm -hmm. of that too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Going into the episode, I feel like there were two things that I was worried about, which is like Jody, and then also the team because teams are so tricky. Like Mm. they gave her so many companions, and I was just so worried about like how the chemistry was going to work with that but like i feel like jodie just nailed it instantly she was the doctor from the moment just the mannerisms the wonder the spoons the building things the joy mm-hmm. the compassion but also the alienness mm-hmm. just instantly and the team was great they just all really worked well together and if i have any complaints about the episode it's that spoilers grace like
2: oh. why yes. This, yes. why is it always that the strongest and most compassionate person
1: pays the price this right? is the one issue yes. i feel yeah. like i have and i get that the they want all the time the through it strings, who. but i'm just like you could have killed the whiny guy i would have right? okay <laughs> i would have been okay if they tried really hard but he didn't make it and instead grace got to go travel yeah. the stars. and one of the
3: last things she said was is it wrong that i'm enjoying
1: this she was she oh, would have yeah, been perfect said. The interplay between her and Graham, her line, and then Graham. Yes, <laughs> I know <laughs> they were a great couple, weren't they? Oh, I loved yeah.
3: them. They were
2: adorable. I, I yeah. found myself being a little worried, and I'll be interested to see how it played out. That we might lose Jody with so many companions. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't want to overshadow her arrival by having this just smorgasbord of other people mm-hmm. that are like, well, if you don't like Jody, you've got the awkward British older guy, or you've got, <laughs> you know, like I didn't, I didn't want yeah. any of that to be apologizing for her. But mm-hmm. so far, I do like the dynamic. Yeah, quite that's a like. Lot what I was worrying about. I was super
3: pumped to see multiple companions because, of course, when you go back to classic Who, that happened a lot. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed the dynamic. And in New Who, when it's been just one companion, usually female, young, hot... Well, Oh, can I swear? Well, we'll find out. (laughs) You'll get get the cloister bell. I'll get the cloister bell. (laughs) But, you know, that's been the standard. And that's why you get all this creepy,
2: romantic sh... Yeah. And i did not guess save some okay. of it it's save okay. some of it for when we talk about yes. female representation overall but i'm with you yes. on that yeah. so
3: yeah that's been an issue and when you know when back when there were multiple companions and especially when they didn't all have exactly the same timeline like one would come in and then that one would still be there when the next one came in mm-hmm. and then one would leave and then t- you know we just hodgepodge i loved it because it was more like Oh gosh, now I'm now my word, my like words are failing yeah, but very familial, very club like very you know, just very compatible and not so weird. I mean, obviously, you had, like, Four and Sarah Jane. They got along fine, and there was no romantic creepiness, but Mm -hmm. I really enjoy the group dynamic. One of my favorite periods of time, I know people get down on Peter Davison as as a doctor, but one of my favorite periods of time is when you had (laughs) Nyssa, Tegan, and Adric together. Well,
2: and I feel like you you get out of the dynamic of companion in trouble, doctor must save them. When there's more than one of them, they all have a job to do, and they all have a function, and you need the compassion of one and the intellect of the other. And the, you know mm-hmm. like they each are playing a crucial role. It's a little society, and it's yeah. so
4: cute, and I love it. Yeah. Or or so you know, super
2: pumped. <laughs> or or depending on the
4: story, you know, can have one come to the forefront, and the other yes. the other two go away, or depending on what dynamic is needed. In yeah, the but yeah it just the it story. just shifts
1: things. It's different when it's not one to one. Yeah. yeah. See, I think it's interesting because some of my fears about um, teams come mm-hmm. from that team because <laughs> while I love them individually, they I did, don't did feel get on like each other's nerves, and n- I don't know they don't that. That era of five feels very static to me. It so was. I enjoy the team sass pants era later, where it's mm-hmm. just Tegan and Turlo and Five just getting more and more annoyed with yeah. each other. And oh, I liked to
3: Turlo too. I liked having yeah. an evil companion. I love you, all and I'm going to
2: steer you back. Okay, I'm <laughs> so bad. Yes. No, 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 no. Because I think you know, not that, not in, not that in any ways we have to prove ourselves, but I think it's really interesting when I talk to people about being an old Whovian, mm-hmm. and they immediately want to question. What it is that I know and remember? How far mm. back do I go? Blah blah blah. And so I actually kind of love that. Like immediately, we're talking about all the different doctors and all the different no. companions. And mm. like, you know, we we do have that. We knowledge. know our stuff. Um, Don't but I'm going to I'm going to steer back a little <laughs> bit and and uh, and ask. Um, how you? How did you feel about the the episode itself? Like to me, it was a super classic Who yeah. story, oh. except mm-hmm. it also had the plotline of the Predator. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I, noticed that too. I love it. Yeah. was like yeah. kind of like the Predator, what? right? Yeah, and he's yeah. here to hunt mankind and whatever. Yeah, yeah. I
1: yeah. thought it was a great example of Doctor Who knowing how to be scary. Like that scene on the train, like the cinematography and the timing and that. That's just and just playing with the darkness and not seeing the monster. Like that's just some excellent, like, who-level scariness. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, in the contrast of, of the doctor's sort of brand of humor, where he's like, I'll get to the bombs in your neck later. We got a mission. <laughs> yeah. <No laughs> and they're all
4: just like, Why? I- <laughs> what about the bombs? <laughs> Hello? Bomb and neck. <laughs> Why is my collarbone yeah. blinking? <laughs> yes.
3: And, yeah, but you have to establish that priority when you've got so much going on. And, mm-hmm. and the doctor comes in and the doctor establishes priority and the humans are just sort of, sort of blinking going, wait, uh, what now? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we're gonna put what on the back burner okay mm-hmm. but yeah I, I i agree i think it was very very classic who in terms of the arc in terms of and i liked you know that they did the the thing where she's you know um she's confused she's got the you know got the um uh, post-regeneration brain thing happening um and i loved her energy i yeah. loved it mm-hmm. i thought it was fantastic i thought it was very doctorish And, um, you know, in some ways I, I've been feeling kind of bad for her because when you come in as the first Mm. of anything, there's so much pressure and you, it limits what you can do creatively because you can't risk being the first of anything and being bad at it because then Mm. there'll never be a second, you know? (laughs) And so I was feeling, and and she came in and just nailed it. And I thought, you know what? I didn't
4: need to
0: worry. (laughs) She's fine.
4: (laughs) I feel like her performance harkens back a lot to David Tennant. Oh, I felt very Tennant-like. Yeah. That really,
1: frenetic energy. Yeah, yeah, she's really got that cheeky monkey thing going. I on. I got a there. lot of Tenet Tom has. Baker out of that. Yeah, too. a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I thought she had an interesting contrast with Capaldi, with having like that moment for compassion when she mm-hmm. notices the humans are like having feelings, and she mm-hmm. has that moment. And I, I was worried. When I was watching it, like, oh, are they going to overplay this? Is this going to be the thing where the female doctor is like really comforting and emotional yeah. caretaking? But they didn't. They just like hit that note. And it's just like, nope. This is just a slight personality difference from doctor to doctor, which I noted liked. and moving on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because that could have happened. They could
3: have mm-hmm. turned her into the mom, mm-hmm. which would have mm-hmm. been weird. Barf. Yeah, yeah, yes. Thank you.
0: Exactly. Far <laughs> Barf. <Correct>. Barf. <laughs> that says it in one word. <laughs> <laughs> I really like that she, as you said, she just nailed that frenetic energy and the curiosity and really liked how it just started. Mm-hmm. I just, boom, there's, mm-hmm. there's no need to, like, you know, no explanations, like not even a moment to consider explanations. It's just the doctor and we've got stuff that's happening that we have to solve and we don't have the pieces to solve so we're going to make the pieces to you know and it's yeah. it's just the doctor
2: and mm-hmm. I like love that she came she... with no companion mm-hmm. because there doesn't have to be that weird moment where they do the, oh, you're a girl. Like, the most right. attention they give it is when she's like, oh, I haven't bought women's clothes in forever. And that's oh. it. I do love the line,
1: does it suit me? Yes. yes. That was
2: perfect. Perfect yes. doctor reaction liked
1: change.
3: I liked that she said, I haven't, you know, it's been a long time since I bought women's clothes. Not that
1: she's never bought women's clothes. <laughs> just that it's
3: been a long time. And you know, know? Maybe it was for
1: herself and a woman's body. Maybe it was for herself and one of her other bodies. Maybe it was for a companion? Who, who knows? She's stocking she TARDIS wardrobe
3: for anybody she might pick up along the way. Who knows? Yeah. But it
1: was,
2: I, know. I just liked it. Thinking about like some of those classic things that we see in her, there were also in that episode some of those really classic lines that were so yeah. Doctor Who to me. Like, mm-hmm. it's not the end of the world. Well it could be, but one thing at a time. <laughs> <laughs> or, that's exciting. No, that's not the word.
3: Worrying. <laughs> I really enjoyed the these legs definitely used to be longer.
4: Yes. yes I love that. That. that was a good line. That was a very good line. Well, some of the other characters had some good lines too. Like yes. we don't get aliens in Sheffield. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. I'm afraid of heights.
3: What? <laughs> no, no, no. It's it's my
4: dad's company. I don't really like working here. Uh, and eat my salad. Just chucking <laughs> tomatoes at the park. Eat my salad Yes. Halloween. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, that guy's
1: That was one very drunk get... dude. Yes. Sorry that he died. Yeah, I was he like was that's also a
2: weirdly classic Who moment where like clearly if you ran into that guy on the street, one would hope you didn't jump. <laughs> kick tomato at <laughs> it. but there always seems to be the dumb guy who just doesn't care. And he's yeah. like, big gun pointed at my face? I don't care. Eat my yogurt. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Unfortunately, there are those people who are that dumb in real life. Or, They're, much or just entertaining
4: in real life. Yeah. Or, or just drunk. I think yeah. he was just drunk. Just usually, that yeah. drunk. Yeah. Because, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean... I've had those nights where in like a staggering moment. I don't want that tomato. <laughs> I usually try to avoid flinging the mad people, but you never know. Yeah. Yeah, you, usually I'm gonna i you not going to judge. I try to, you know, aim for a trash can. But, you know. It's all compostable,
1: right? 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 I
2: land on an alien, exactly. I don't know.
3: I get much more casual about things that just disintegrate on their own.
1: <laughs> I feel like it's a nice little bit of like sneaky, like kind of fan service thing, like that person who made fun of your cosplay they're going to get frozen <laughs>
2: oh,
1: I didn't even think that's of that that's awesome that oh, dark. fan service there <laughs> right? yeah.
2: that's awesome alright well I'm going to move us on to the next question um, what former companion do you think would have made a good doctor incarnation and why and that could be modern or classic who I'm, I'm open to either Donna <laughs> yeah, I love yeah. Donna. I love yeah. Dr. Donna. Yeah. Doctor Donna. I, I was
4: so angry by the way they wrapped oh. up her storyline. Yes. I like, yes, just ma'am. about chucked my TV through the I window I stopped watching her yes, yeah. months
2: after that. I was so upset. Yeah. Yeah. Love mm-hmm. Donna. What do you think about Donna would have made her a good doctor? I think well the she has
4: the compassionate heart, and um I think she has this groundedness to her that it it kind of down to earth. Quality that really served her well, just being a human tagging along on this amazing journey, and I just liked her humor and the way she looked at things. And when that character evolved from the where she started, I mean, because I think we were probably all there when she, when we first saw that character on screen, just like, oh my god, I hate this woman. <laughs> and then, but but she earned. Mm-hmm. That character and and that character had a real arc to it, mm-hmm. and I just wanted to see where else she went. By far, mm-hmm. she's my favorite character in all of Doctor Who.
2: I think she might be mine as well. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, well, mm-hmm. Ace is a uh, Ace, Ace is badass. We'd probably go head to head for me, but I was thirteen years old yeah. when Ace was the companion. Oh, so. I still love Ace. <laughs> yeah, I, mm-hmm. uh, I walked around with a baseball. Well, I walked around with a baseball bat for many reasons, but
1: that <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. you never know.
0: I really like the idea, though, of Donna making a great Doctor because she's so grounded. It's what a Time Lord needs, right? It's to be grounded.
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and they don't seem to be a whole lot, do they? They don't. Yeah. They don't. Although
2: every once in a while they have their moments. And when I think back, like some of the first Doctor, he actually had a sort of earthiness to mm-hmm. him. A yeah. gravitas, yeah. if you will. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so it would kind of been <laughs> cool to see that come back around. Yeah, Um, I thought I knew who I would have chosen. I made what I thought was like the easiest, safest choice. And then later I was like, I don't like my choice at all. (laughs) And I ended up going with Leela and she might get a little stabby that's not very doctory you know i understand (laughs) but like she has that childlike curiosity Mm -hmm. and that impulse quality that Mm -hmm. you see in the doctor a lot Mm -hmm. where she just wants to go out and she just wants to make a choice and she wants to engage and she seems to because she is quote-unquote of such a primal nature she sometimes seems to really understand the base of what people are wanting Mm -hmm. and she she kind of pushes her way through like extrapolating circumstances and finds the heart of what the fight is that is happening. I want to know the rest of her story. Like, she went yeah, off and married yeah. a time Lord. I want to know what changes she made on Gallifrey. I want to know, what, you know, how she rocked that boat. So I thought she would have just yeah. been a, a really interesting choice.
1: Yeah, I don't know that I can choose just one. I have, like, so, a bill, mostly just because I want more Pearl Mackie. Uh, one year was not enough. And then I think... All of three's companions, I can make a compelling case for because Liz has that scientific curiosity mm-hmm. and that wonderful Doctor Snark. Joe has that like space cadet on the surface, but um, like figuring stuff out in the background, escaping from the secret mastermind doctorness, where it's just like dismissing that silly person, but they're actually extremely competent. And Sarah Jane just has that passionate belief in right that the Doctor has. So.
2: Yeah, Sarah Jane was my initial thought. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, Mine, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Sarah Jane. And then I was like, well, what about River Song, too? I mean, oh, she's man. got those yes
2: stats. Speak of things yeah. that make me really angry. <laughs> the fact that she gave up all her lives uh, for him makes me really angry. Yeah. But yeah. There, there are so many things that make me angry yes. about River Song. She's a troubled
3: person. Yeah. I was, not, I was yeah. not thrilled with her.
2: Well, I like her. I'm sure if we get like into talking writing. about female representation, River Song... We'll come back again. Mm-hmm, yeah. I have a feeling that, you know, there's a lot of things that are coming up to the surface for us seeing a female doctor. Where we're reacting inherently to all the other female representation that mm-hmm. has come before, because in order to get here, we had to go here first. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I've talked forever about wanting to do a panel at Convergence called The Feminism of Doctor Who from High Heels to Combat Boots and Back Again, where I feel mm-hmm. like we really progressed forward a lot oh, in representation was, yeah. of women, and then mm-hmm. I felt like it started to slide back again, and now I feel mm-hmm. like it's kind of rising again, but mm-hmm. yeah, I had some. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I actually took kind of a, a different stance on this one, and my answer ended up being none of them. And it was that, for me anyway, I felt like the show made such an effort to contrast the companions with the Doctor. He, the show, really brought up the humanity of the companions, even when they weren't necessarily human, like Nyssa or some, you know, or some of those. But You know, they were always presented sort of in contrast to the Doctor, and I thought they did a really good job of that. I thought about Sarah Jane, and I just kept coming back to, they're so human. (laughs) (laughs) And, I mean, it's entirely possible within the mythology of the show to have a Time Lord regenerate into the form that of of a human they had known. Mm -hmm. So it's entirely possible that one of them could become a a Time Lord.
4: But... (sighs) I don't know if I. I don't think I'd be comfortable with it. Oh, that's I like that. Yeah, well, fair point. Can I also vote for uh, Frobisher the talking penguin?
1: No. <laughs> okay. Absolutely. Only okay, if he just can be joined absolutely. by Tom Baker's talking cabbage head. <laughs>
4: yes. 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 Yeah. Absolutely. I would watch that. I would watch that so hard. <laughs>
2: Uh, all right, I'm going to move us on to number four, which is, as we have already begun to talk a lot, but how do you feel about overall female representation in the new who? Um, the, some of the pros and cons, and I'm sure each of us might have a specific thing that we want to punch in the face or be really happy about. Um, I know it's a really, really broad question, but mm-hmm. I think it's an inevitable mm-hmm. question, uh, given where we've ended up. So,
3: Generally encouraged. Yeah. Um, generally. Uh-huh. Again. The fact that they all the at first all the female companions had to be young and hot, have this romantic thing, just ah, yes, that made me want to put objects through my TV screen, which fortunately I resisted the urge to do. Then you have characters like Donna, who who did have that beautiful arc. I think we can, I think most people would agree that of the new companions, she's had the best arc. Mm -hmm. I mean, the most tragic one, Mm -hmm. but the most impressive at the same Mm -hmm. time. She really grew and changed. I say generally encouraged partly because I had just seen the new episode with the new female doctor. But of course, you know, looking back into some of the ways these women were written and some of the things mm-hmm. they valued and some of the things that were most important, eh, there's there's some cringeworthy
4: stuff in there. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, it, it, there's a lot of, over the course of the new series, there's a big mix of really fascinating female characters mm-hmm. that are a- occasionally written by some very clumsy writers.
3: Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, and <laughs> this yeah. it comes down that. to yeah. the yeah. characters themselves mm-hmm. might not actually be bad. It's the
4: writing that, you know, mm-hmm. is white men are doing and yeah yeah, yeah. And I, it, it,
2: I feel like that's 90 percent of what's wrong with river song that's a yeah fasc- i feel like river song is a great idea they couldn't figure out how to wrap up yes, yes. and so they were like everybody loves a good soap opera no yeah no, See,
1: <laughs> no. Just, they needed to move the soap opera more to focus on river and amy's relationship i feel mm. like because that would have been interesting yeah because yeah. like overall i really love all of the women in classic and New who, but I feel like specifically in New who specifically in Moffat's era, there's this feeling of like motherhood as the most important thing a woman ever does. And it's like, it's played up super a bunch with Amy, which seems very out of character for her previous Mm -hmm. characterization. Mm -hmm. But then once she has a baby and that baby's taken from her, there's like some immediate trauma, but we never get to see river and Amy's continuing relationship after Amy has that knowledge about river. We get tiny glimpses and that's it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. tiny glimpses that don't even scratch the surface and like so you added this new facet to amy's character but we're not going to dig into it and see how it affects to the other Mm -hmm. or like rory's character for that matter with fatherhood like we're gonna still every time river shows up focus on her relationship with the doctor which whatever i'm fine with but we did that it's done yeah we can focus on a new relationship now Yeah, we got very little with Amy.
3: Things like them sharing that glass of wine in the garden one day. We get nothing with Rory.
1: This is their child.
3: They've just learned that after losing their child. There'd be some stuff to work through. It's almost (laughs) as though it was just
2: sort of a device to use. (laughs) Almost. (laughs) 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 Well, you are both much kinder than (laughs) I.
0: Let her rip, let her
2: rip <laughs> <laughs> it. well, you know it. overall, my biggest problem between old who and new Who is that old who was about discovering new worlds and new species and learning from them, and the new who is about how we feel about each other through all of this, and that really bothers mm-hmm. me like I feel like that that sort of seventies exploration of new mm-hmm. places and new lands got replaced by this dumbing down soap opera culture where it's like the way that we're going to get a new audience and particularly a new female audience is to like have these love stories and all these intertwining stuff and it, it super bothers me. I I it really but the thing <laughs> that actually makes me more angry than the love story I have some real problems with the love story we were talking in the car on the way here and my, my biggest problem is the same problem that I have with vampires which is that there is a hundreds and hundreds of years age difference yes, yes thank, thank you, you. The knowledge difference and And the power difference. I Mm -hmm. used to say that all the time, and people would look at me like I'm nuts. I'm like, no, 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 it's It's important. And then you also have somebody who is taking you uh, throughout galaxies, and if you don't do what he wants, he can just dump you on a planet. And so Mm -hmm. the idea of of, of introducing romance into that is super, super super problematic. Uh, But the the other weird flip side of the coin is that then when you did get a really awesome strong woman, I felt like they always got punished. Yeah. whether it's uh, Donna not getting to remember any of the awesomeness that she is, it's Bill Potts dying, yeah. it's uh, Riversong just turning into a wife like yeah. she could have been this powerful time lord but instead for love she gives up all her lives and just becomes a wife in a memory somewhere, like I feel like it shames the, the strength mm-hmm. of the strong women, you know to me the only exception is Missy, Missy is like my god, I love her <laughs> so <laughs> much and I mean, I've always loved the math I've always kind of, of secretly, like, I am I think if I have to pick a personality, there's a bit of chaotic neutral in me because I like yeah. the master as much as I like the doctor. Oh, yeah. um, and so Missy, like, Missy almost ruined the idea of a female doctor for me because she was so great mm-hmm. that I was like, I don't know if we're going to be able to top this with a light version, you know? Yeah. She... So you don't feel like she got punished by her ending? I don't think so, because inevitably mm. the master writes his own doom like that's always been true yeah you know, know. Sin master. Yeah. Like,
1: oh. I'm, I'm not ready for he, missy to
2: be gone yeah i'm not ready for missy to be gone either but she needs but, to come back maybe she'll come back yeah, yeah i, I tried know. to decide if it was an insult the number of people that told me i should cosplay as missy i, was like,
1: <laughs> <laughs> what, what are you I mean i wasn't me over yeah. It would be oh. fun. I cosplayed as Us good one year and just took so many pictures of Missy killing me. It was so much fun. <laughs> awesome. yeah. Love it. Yeah. I one of the things
3: I hated about the, the whole River Song thing and this um this is a small thing, but it bothered me too, is that yeah, um is that when they flipped it and made the doctor like the kind of clueless husband, that trope, when she knew how to fly the TARDIS better than he did. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. What? <laughs> he's been in that thing for 1500 years or whatever. And she's going to come along and just know it better. You know, I mean, it's that tired old, like 50s sitcom husband thing where the wife knows everything, but she can't take credit for, you know? And I was just like, please, please don't do this. This is just annoying. I never liked the river song thing, but I could go down a whole host of reasons. And I won't because this is only an hour. (laughs) (laughs) One thought I did have about the relationship stuff, we were talking about it in a very general sense, and I don't like the human-doctor relationship stuff, mm-hmm. but I will say that I liked Amy a whole lot better once Rory came on board. Oh, God, yes. Yes,
2: yes absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's because I liked Rory. I, I really liked, liked Rory. Rory. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I liked Rory, and I liked them together. I thought she was very different with Rory when she really committed to mm-hmm. him, and I liked their partnership. Um, You know, at first when he came on board, it was still this sort of triangle thing, but it settled in and it became Amy and Rory as a couple and the doctor as a friend. Mm -hmm. And I... I liked it. Maybe, again, going back to that, I miss when it used to be multiple companions. I don't know. But I liked it. I really, Amy and Rory together ended up being my favorite companion of the new who. And again, people, I say that and people look at me like, what? Started
1: out great, but Stephen Moffat can't get rid of his training
3: wheels. Yeah, yeah, I know. I'm, I'm actually, I'm really excited about Chris Chibnall. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about where things could go. I'm optimistic. I think Moffat needed to to step down.
0: That was overdue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A, a lot of that weird romance stuff with the companions and the doctors. I mean, I, yeah. I understand, mm-hmm. you know, as a human being enamored and uh, really wowed by this alien who's just so charismatic and compelling and, you know, has seen so much and is willing to see more and bring you along, Mm -hmm. you know, so I can understand where, you know, a human would develop a a deep affection or love or crush on the doctor, but to have it go the other way, like you Mm -hmm. said, that power dynamic is gross and it it really, Turned me off to the new who when it started to like bubble up and it was hard for me to watch it and as you say when Rory came on with Amy it's like I, I can understand a little girl having a crush on her raggedy man mm-hmm. absolutely but it got kind of gross and icky for a little while. So I was really glad when Rory came and focus seemed to shift again and, you know, and the doctor was the doctor again. And I'm one of those weird people who does not want to see a love story in every damn story. Yeah.
1: You know, they get Mm -hmm. crammed
0: into every movie and, and every TV show. And it's just, Snoresville yeah. for me, yeah. yeah. Especially when it's like that's not one I'm watching Doctor Who for. Well, and especially
2: <laughs> with the new series, it seemed to be happening. Yeah, all yeah. The yeah, I had yeah. almost just decided to turn yeah. it all off. Yeah, and then Capaldi yeah. said, "I'm not your boyfriend," and I was like, "Yes!" <laughs> you right. know, what? I found
3: out that Moffat did want. Capaldi's doctor to have a crush on, on no. Clara. No, Capaldi, Capaldi was oh. the one who said, nuh-uh, not happening. Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and not only, okay, so not <laughs> only is trash. there a problematic between the actual age gap, but then both of the girls were like 19 and 20. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ooh, gross.
3: I, know. I know. Like, um, even
2: if he's younger, he's still 30-something. Yes. You know, and, and we, we see this consistently. Like, even I was a girl who at 16 was... Marrying somebody who's 27 Because I had learned this certain thing yeah. Yes. And and I didn't want to see us In this supposedly modern age Continuing
1: mm-hmm. you know, that pattern see, it's interesting because to me The actors is so much Grosser than the doctor I think my mind just gets to a certain point Like about a hundred years and I'm like At that point it's meaningless <laughs> yeah. like, It doesn't even compute anymore You're just a totally alien species With a totally different like maturation level And stuff going on Not as gross as a 50-year-old Mackie on a nineteen-year-old.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It ruined Rose for me. Because when the new series started up, I absolutely loved Rose. I thought she was fantastic. I really enjoyed every episode. And it got to 10, and it got to the love story, Mm -hmm. and it just killed it. And, you know, now if I go back and watch episodes, early 10 episodes before that started, or even episodes with nine... I just I don't like Rose anymore. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I did the first time around. Yeah. It just that really ruined Rose for me, and that kind of makes me sad because she was sort of awesome.
2: I kind of I, I, in a parallel universe, I would have liked to have seen Ten hook up with Rose's mom.
1: Yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. The on. internet is full of a thing <laughs> called fan fiction. Yeah. <laughs> it was I'm that. sure it exists. Tell me more? <laughs> no, <you know>. <laughs> <Woo-hoo>. <laughs>
4: Well, I mean, that's one of the great things about Donna, you know, going back to Donna, oh, is yes. that there was never, there was never, never that, that sort of. She was of a break romantic. from the pattern, and it was beautiful. Yes. They were like brother and sister. It's like, that's a dynamic. Yes. I love And she wasn't it. enamored by him.
2: Yeah. She called him out. Yeah. all the time and I loved her for that. Yeah, she had so much will. I mean, you know, even though they weren't very much alike as companions, it it hearkened me back a little bit to the fact that Ace would never call him the doctor. She was like, I'm calling you professor and that's what I'm doing. And and I feel like Donna was just sort of like, no, no, don't tell me how this works. I'm going to walk around and figure it out and I promise you I won't get a blaster bolt to the head. I'll be back. You (laughs) know, like she just, she had ownership in in a way. That I hadn't seen in women up until that point. Yeah. And poor Martha.
3: No, she was, she, there was though. so much potential in that character. Yes. She was a doctor. It was going to yep. be interesting, and the whole arc just was gone in
2: her ridiculous crush on. Yeah, her. I, yeah. I yeah. Mean, unless I go back and watch an episode, I remember nothing about Martha except that she was the not Rose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. And when she left,
3: when me. she left the show, she uh, not when she left the show, but when she left the doctor, she actually became more interesting. Way more interesting. Yeah. And, but I mean, there was so much potential in an
1: actual MD. Yeah. Truck. Traveling with the Doctor. There was so much that could have happened yeah. there. I mean, she was definitely wasted potential, but I think oh, she God. comes through better as not Rose in a Netflix viewing than in, like, a weekly viewing. Mm. Oh, true. like, you could just be like, well, I'm ignoring that awkward bit and that awkward bit, but there's a cool bit there. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I just
3: I feel bad for... Freema, I don't know how to say her last Adjuman. name. Yeah, Adjaman. Okay.
2: Um, I feel bad oh, for her. Oh, have seen her in Sense8, though? Right? I She's just, just in that. <laughs> She is so great. But I, I mean, as, as, a, as a British actor, to get a
3: spot on Doctor Who as a companion is this massive coup. She must have been so excited. And yeah. then they just... Threw her down the pissed pit. Pissed
0: her storyline mm-hmm. away. Yeah.
3: yeah, and I feel mm-hmm. so bad. That must have been, been soul-crushing,
2: professionally. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah. We're soul-crushed <laughs> you know, on your behalf. The
2: person that them. hasn't come up at all is Clara.
1: Hate her. <coughs> oh, I I hate her. I love her. I hate her. I did not like her at first. I want to hear what you love about her. Tell me what you love about so, her. So, first, she was really blah, because Stephen Moffat did a terrible job of introducing her, where she's like mm. the mystery girl, which is not good characterization because you can't get to know her and you don't develop feelings for her. But then um, after we were done with all her nonsense with 11 and we regenerated into 12, then they got that bossy push-pull relationship and you got to see her asserting herself more. You got to see her being bossy, making mistakes, being snarky, having fun, having crushes, falling in love, being super duper bisexual. And she just became a person. And she became so much easier to love than she was as a mystery.
4: Awesome. I (laughs) I I have have
0: to admit, in full disclosure here, I have seen only half of Eleven's story, almost nothing of Twelve, because of Clara. I and just couldn't she was awful. through
1: the magic. She was so
0: awful. Uh, I had to just. I couldn't uh, through
1: the think... magic of retroactive knowledge. <laughs> you watch her good. episodes with twelve. Her episodes with eleven become so much better because okay. I like, went back and okay. watched her first episode and was like, "I'm not bored by you." So, yeah, that's my <laughs> problem. I don't hate or love her. I just have. I
2: just find her boring, and I don't know what it is. I feel like they tried to give me a second doctor, like a human that was as. Curious and pushy and whatever as the Doctor. But,
1: like, then she just seemed unnecessary sometimes? That's her arc, because she's, like, growing more into the Doctor and... Retreating from her humanity, and that becomes her yeah. downfall. But I have to say, I loved her res- ending.
2: I yeah. loved that final story. Uh, um. Yeah, I know you haven't. Well, based on franchise. this conversation, yes. I'm going
0: to have to go back. Yeah. yeah. I. Yeah. Really <laughs> now you have homework.
2: Now I have homework. Uh, I, I, won't, <laughs> I won't spoil it for you. No, yeah. we're not going to spoil it. For not you
0: even yet, the though.
3: chain of events. No. Okay, fine. I couldn't attach to her. I I felt like the whole reason she was there was to be cute, be talk fast, and always be right. And I just. And it makes me sad
2: because, you know, Peter Capaldi is the quintessential doctor for me, and everything was bad. Like, yes. <laughs> like the I writing was Capaldi's bad and, and, and all the and, writing he got screwed oh, yeah. on the writing. So I was really, really well. looking forward
3: he to. He Although one he of my favorite episodes ones. is a Capaldi episode. I really yeah. like. There were them some out. good ones, but until uh. the last season, they were not consistently good, and they were mostly bad. And mm. he just, I, I was so angry on his behalf again, like, like I was for Freema, um, because. He is such a fantastic actor. When he was announced, I was so excited. I was
2: like, this is going to be epic. And then it just was awful. But I'm glad you like it, because honestly, yeah. I have a thing, you know, now that I'm hitting Jody, um, where I kind of want to go back through and mm-hmm. make myself go through the whole thing again. Mm-hmm. And so I'm hoping that, honestly, that, like, I'll carry your voice yeah. with me when <laughs> I hit him there.
1: It's like... I really hated Missy before we knew who she was, and I felt like that was a Mm. weak part of that season, and then we found out who she was, and I was like, I love everybody in this bar. (laughs) (laughs) I thought she was going to be evil Romana. That was my fan theory. And then his last season, I loved right up until that episode. Like... The episode on the space station with the Cybermen starts yeah. off the first half so good, and the second half just pisses it all down the drain and sidelines Bill mm. for no reason.
2: You know who I thought Missy was going to be? I thought she was going to be the Valyard. Oh, yes. Oh, that would have yeah. been so, yeah. good. so good. That would have been... But I feel like they've just found a way to circumvent that, and that's never going to happen.
4: So. <laughs> yeah.
2: I hope it happens someday. I hope they get... Well, at at some point, there's going to be some writer
4: in the queue who's like, oh, this Valyard should be in the (laughs) What's the point of
1: hiring fans if they don't slip in random trivia? (laughs)
4: There's Frobisher.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I really sure. loved uh,
3: Capaldi's final season with
2: Bill. I thought Bill was yeah, fantastic. Bill was fantastic. And she was fantastic. amazing. Yeah, And I, I felt like she was really up to the task. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. There were so many things I loved about Bill. Like, I loved that she was queer, but it wasn't the focus at all. Yes. Like, it came up in an episode or two, but it wasn't what mattered about her at mm-hmm. all. And, like, for me as a queer woman, I don't want that to be who I am. Mm-hmm. It is mm-hmm. just simply a facet of yeah. many so other like, things like my hair is this long and my <laughs> shoes are this color and so I think that's something yeah. that I really love. There's
3: another show I watch and I'm going to digress for just a second but it's brief I promise um, but they had a line in the show there's um, there's uh, one character speaking to another and she says so you're gay and the response is my sexuality is not the most interesting thing about me oh, yeah. Yeah. and I, I love that, that line mm-hmm. I think that is a fantastic line why do we put so much focus on that
1: who the mm-hmm cares mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i care in the sense that it's representation and i'm yes, glad i right. said yeah, it out yeah. loud because yes. Clara yes. Gets to talk i'm glad about it, i'm glad it is radios, representation but they never well. actually said the word bisexual which is yeah. my yeah. biggest media pet peeve yeah yeah but yeah, yeah no
3: but yeah my mm-hmm. so, yeah just that that it's addressed that it's a known fact yeah. and that it's no big deal Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, it's yeah. the least interesting fact. And, no, like, if know?
2: it comes up in an episode, it comes up the same way that somebody's hatred of kittens comes up in another episode. Mm-hmm. Like, it isn't...
1: It's an organic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 yeah mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. No, Bill was great. She just had so much curiosity and so much o- openness and just, like, her ability to ask the right question at the right moment made her mm-hmm. such a great... And her opinion. ability to bring Capaldi back to life.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, she, yeah. She, I think she really rebooted the Doctor with her. her... Determinism and and spunk and yeah yeah.
1: For the past couple of years, I just keep hoping that we're going to get Carol Ann Ford in an episode. <laughs> they just keep teasing it with mentions yeah. of the granddaughter and pictures on it. Yeah, best I've episode. always <laughs> wondered if Carol that's ever going to come back not around. Not getting any younger, you guys. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm going to steer us on to the last question, which is each person picking um, one or two representations of, of strong female representation, weak female representation, whether it's in the new who or the old who. Hmm. Um, hmm. Uh, Sarah Jane.
3: Yeah. I loved Sarah Jane. I love that she was a journalist.
2: Well, yeah, well, I was going to ask, what yeah. do you think she did for women mm-hmm. in the way that she was? Well, And women? and I think like going from all the cute...
3: Hot Women in the New Who to Um Donna and Belle. She was a change too because they had in for a period of time they had and I, I love Katie Manning. I'm not slamming Katie Manning, but you know they had the short skirts and the To
1: Better Do Kung Fu.
3: Yes, exactly. <laughs> of course. The short skirts and the high heels and all that. And then they bring in Sarah Jane, who, you know wears overalls and is a journalist and you know and she asks questions and she doesn't Mm -hmm. just take what's in front of her and 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 accept it she she looks further and so um in that era in particular I really I really felt like she was a big turning point but that's a lot of that conclusion is retroactively so you know my my opinions might have been different at the time (laughs) <laughs> How About
2: for you, is there a woman that really stands out as like oh, a strong... Sarah Jane? Yeah. To hands down, I mean.
0: But I was a child myself watching Sarah Jane, and
2: you know, I- inherently thinking about like our our reaction to who who we loved as children. Mm-hmm. You know, my instinctual reaction is always to pick Ace because she blew shit up.
4: Yeah. (laughs)
0: Yeah.
2: But I actually, when I'm thinking about it, I go back a little bit to Leela because she Mm -hmm. was created to be a sex pot. Like, she was clearly Mm -hmm. created to show the gams and all of that. And yet, she and the writers managed to fight for so much more for her, Mm -hmm, you know? And in the end, she is held equal with all the other Time Lords, you know? And and I think that. um, Did Louise Jameson. contribute to her story I don't know line. how much she contributed. Uh, I know she stood up to Tom Baker. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. she stood really? up to there, there. Yeah. I think that... Um, there's clearly some scope. I don't have, there's right? Some recognition <laughs> of, a there's some recognition of who you are and what you have to do. And mm-hmm. I can say this is an actress in the Twin Cities. Sure. But there are times when you, you are cast in a role and you know what that role is doing, but you look for those little ways to subvert it. Mm-hmm. You know? And I, I, I really think that, like... Instead of just being an ignorant savage, somehow her portrayal for me showed that she got to the heart of what people wanted. Mm. That, that she brushed aside um, presentation and really mm-hmm. said, this is what the person is craving. This is what yeah. the person needs. She had and, that outward savageness, but yeah. inward there yeah. was like a childlike wonder and glee and yeah. also nice. intelligence. Yeah. 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 I, I didn't... When I went back and started watching Old Who again, I cringed the first time. I really saw her, like saw her, saw her. And then I was like, but why do I love her? And like the more that I watched it, the more I realized that I think that they gave that character as much as they could. Right. Um,
1: How about for you? So, I love every single companion that has ever existed. (laughs) I blame (laughs) all sexist moments on the writing, and I think that despite that, each companion rises above it and has moments of real strength. And I think it's okay for some of the companions to have a lot of weakness and to cry sometimes because women are people and we vary a lot. Like, Susan is a 15 year old. Of course, she's going to be like, No, I can't, I can't, I can't. For <laughs> <laughs> the viewers at home, I'm tossing myself backwards and forth as I say that. Uh, <laughs> so, you know, I'm, I love everybody, but if I have to choose one person, I think somebody who gets overlooked quite a bit is Barbara. And Mm. Barbara's a badass. Barbara runs over a Dalek with a truck. Barbara... (laughs) Barbara smashes a bunch of brain control slugs. Yeah. Barbara gets shrunk to, like, the size of a pin and accidentally gets poisoned by pesticides and doesn't tell the rest of the group because (laughs) she has to stay strong and be, like, extra British and stoic. And Barbara is great. Like she and she stands mm-hmm. up to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Like she, mm-hmm. st- she is his conscience. in like one of those very first episodes where he's like being all high handed and snooty, and she just tears into him and makes him realize what he's been doing. So, and Barbara's the original. Yeah, Barbara's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, good yeah.
2: pick. I sometimes, you know, I, I have gone back and watched a lot of old hoop, but I did start at four and go forward, and so I sometimes think I'm dismissive of those, Mm -hmm. those earlier companions, Mm -hmm. because I get this visual in my head Mm -hmm. of them. And I'm not always really remembering them clearly, because you're right, Barbara's awesome. Mm
4: -hmm. Uh, For me, I, I keep going back to, um, there was a a article several years ago, somebody wrote called uh, The Trinity Problem. It, mm-hmm. referring to Trinity in the matrix and the, mm-hmm. the yeah. problem with what we consider to be strong female characters. Mm-hmm. I'm making yeah. air quotes, people strong. Female <laughs> Do you hear characters. the air quotes? <laughs> I hear that. Here's my air quotes, everybody. <laughs> um, and so often when we think of strong female characters, we're automatically putting into the mold Trinity from the matrix, which really isn't a character. It's just a no. woman who can kick people. And my brain always goes to Ace, thinking of strong female characters. She was a great character, but also the reason she snaps to mind is because she sees a Dalek and she has a baseball bat, and she bashes the Dalek with a baseball bat. But what truly is a worthwhile character to play for a woman or a man or you know anybody is... Is that a meaty character? And that meaty character can be somebody who with a lot of foibles. It can be a person of weak personality, but is it a well developed and well rounded character? Which is why I always go back to Donna. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but also it's the Rose for the most part was a very interesting character too. I mean, there were there were I didn't like the the romantic angle, but the she had the benefit of being the first one in the new series, and then we didn't we didn't have the pattern after that of like all the the female companions kind of getting that romantic twist in, lo- in for several years. But I could at least see in Rose why she would kind mm-hmm. of start doing it because yeah. she's a kid, mm-hmm. yeah. and you can tell she she's always been in this tiny little world. And never thought much outside of it, and then all of a sudden she's in the vast wide universe and trying to put it all together. And uh, Billy Piper was an excellent actress for that, and mm-hmm. so it, I thought she was a great character too. Even, yeah. but yeah, still, yeah really, my
3: favorite. I really, loved we already her talked her about first. Her. I did before the whole yeah. romance started. She was awesome. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I, it, I can see the crush, uh, but I'm, I'm right there with you. The age difference and the power differential have always really
2: bothered me. And people are like, but they're not that, they're not really that. F-. No, totally they gross. Are. They are yeah. totally gross. But, uh, you know, when you talk about her being strong I go back to the moment where she's about to leave in the TARDIS and her boyfriend is like, but what about me? And she's like, I have so many better things to do.
0: I'm going to stay yeah. here and hang
2: out with you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, poor
3: Mickey. I'm glad he, I'm glad he got to do some riding along too. Yeah. yeah,
4: and and on the flip side, you had also asked about weak, mm-hmm. weak female characters, and I think that's what Martha
2: yeah. suffered. Oh. Yeah. It's
4: that's it, while that that character was set up to be strong and capable and everything, there was nothing for that character to do.
3: Nothing for her to do except for moon over time. Well, mm-hmm. and, and
2: speaking of characters who have nothing to do for me, that was Mal. Like I yeah. get that you can be weak, and it's okay to scream, although, God, that just broke my eardrums every time. But, like, there just seemed no need for, like, a fitness instructor to be traveling along with the doctor. Like, there was just nothing about her that interested me. At
1: all. I think if she had stayed a little bit longer with Ace, they could have had yeah, an adorable Yeah, I liked friendship. them Ooh. when they met in
2: Dragonfire. I liked what yeah. sparked mm-hmm. between them a lot. Mm-hmm. I liked the idea of her going off with Sabalom Glyphs. Like, the idea that the two of them would, like, be getting it on in <laughs> some, like, dang corner made me, like, reevaluate Mel completely. I was like, wait... You dig that?
1: Like, hold on. mean, That's not the vibe I got from
2: her going off
1: with him. But,
3: okay. I, I have similar feelings about Perry. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. She was
3: another one that was brought in to, to have the big boobs and mm-hmm. bounce around. And she did. Good for her.
2: And my frustration <laughs> that she was the one American actress. Yeah, she wasn't
1: American, wasn't she? No, nope. oh, no,
2: she's British. Her American accent
1: is much better now. Okay, um, that
2: okay. Fair. Yeah. So she was supposed to be an American. She
3: was supposed yeah. to yeah. be an American okay. character, and they thought she was actually American when they hired her. That's she it. She was right, British, British, and she had been doing an American accent for some, like a play or something. Mm-hmm. And somebody had seen it and expressed an interest in her and auditioning for this role, and she just. Kept her mouth shut until after she was hired because she's smart. I give the actors credit for that. Um, Nicola Bryant, yes, I give her credit for that. But yeah, uh, anyway, yeah, the, the characterization—they didn't
1: give her much to do. Yeah, I think in all those cases, I blame the writing. I yeah, like the, oh, yeah, actors, absolutely. yeah. yeah absolutely. the actors yeah, I'm, still I'm have like you. great character moments where they're able to work with the other actors and still bring some genuine emotion to like terribly written scenes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah absolutely. Yeah. More female writers. Yeah.
2: <laughs> well, excellent. I think that, uh, I think it's gonna be the best episode they're gonna have all year. Sorry, guys. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but uh, it is—it's really, I, I feel celebratory about Doctor Who again mm-hmm, for the mm-hmm. first time yeah. in a really long time. And I was really pleased at the idea of this being a group of women getting together to celebrate that together. Yeah. So thank you so much all for joining. Me. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. For all of our listeners, uh, I hope you've enjoyed this. Get ready for a lot of women voices. We're not going away anytime soon. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) And until next time...
1: I said the wrong word. (laughs) How much do you want to bet they keep that? I bet they keep that. I hope so. (laughs)